All right, rise and shine, liberty loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. I'm not Chris Ann Hall, I'm JC. This is Selwyn filling in for Chris Ann. Today, they're in the air on the flight, uh, headed back home. I want to get our sound right, so let me uh, let me know that we're sounding good. How's my how's my mic sounding? You guys can hear us okay. Let us know if we need to make any adjustments. Got back on the old setup, trying to keep things straight. Someone give us a give us a shout out, man. How's everybody doing today? Hope you're doing great. Right. I noticed there's some of you from California and Indiana. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, awesome, man. Cool, cool. Looks like we sound good. New Jersey, Jersey in, in the, the house. house. <laughs> you're, uh, New York, Little Valley, New York. You're from uh, PA, right? Yep, yep. Born in the Bronx, grew up in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Gotcha, gotcha. How long did you spend in the Bronx and New Jersey? Uh, Bronx, I was born there, probably stayed there until I was two. Moved to New Jersey, stayed there for like 10 years, but we also commuted to New York and then back to Jersey for family yeah, visits. Where at in Jersey? Uh, Central. Uh, maybe some of you know Middlesex County, North Brunswick, Perth Amboy, about an hour or so from Trenton. Cool. Cool. All right. Trenton, historic location right there. Oh, yeah. So my man Selwyn's here with me. Looks like, uh, looks like our sound is good. And everybody is rolling in. Appreciate you being here. And Chris and Sonny are, are, are coming in um, tonight, later tonight. Um, like supposed to be, it was supposed to be nine something. Now it's ten. Ten thirty now. They're landing yeah. around ten thirty yeah. now. So uh, Southwest <laughs> still. Who knows what's going on? Southwest is still being a disaster. I hope my uh, mouse is not going to die in the middle of the show. Yeah, Bob. Maybe we could pass that on from Effort PA. We'll see. Yeah. Mount Vernon, Washington. Enjoy Chris Ann Friday night. Awesome. Trying to get Chris Ann to come up to effort. Effort? Is that how you say that? Effort. So. Put in my request many times. We'll have to check in with Janet about effort PA. It's like we we haven't gotten in Pennsylvania much. We were we were there one time, uh mostly out in the western in western PA, and then we we basically traveled the whole length. I didn't realize how long, like that was a really long drive. Yeah, that is. To uh, One side go to all the other. way across Pennsylvania. Um, what's the capital of Pennsylvania? Who, who knows the capital? Harrisburg, I believe. Is that right? Um, seemed like PA, seemed like Pennsylvania was the capital that we went to that I that I felt like it was amazing. Um, it was, it was like really nice. One of the nicest capitals, uh, capital building. Yeah, Harrisburg is nice that I've seen. Yeah, Harrisburg. So, yeah, the the uh, tour of the Capitol building was uh, was pretty amazing. Lots of amazing um, artwork and um, what do you call that? Where they carvings, yeah, carvings in stone and in the wood the doors were like crazy with these figures these heads oh yeah figures on the thing like intricately carved so 
Yeah, it was crazy. The one of the one of the most uh one of the worst oh yeah, there's Chris Ann in the in the chat room. Welcome, dear. Uh I don't know how that how how is she how is yeah, she, she in the said, chat room? She said door with all the plane. heads carved in it. They must be in Denver still on yeah. the layover. Yes. Yeah, so uh Harrisburg, the city is dirty, huh? City's bad. City's uh, a shite hole. No, I was I was in Harrisburg recently. It was it was pretty pretty good. It was, it yeah. didn't it didn't look dirty at all. I was there. I would say I like didn't get two around the ago. city, but the capital, the capital building was uh, was very nice, very amazing. Uh, the worst the worst one that I ever visited was in Wisconsin. So Madison, Wisconsin, the Capitol building in Wisconsin was terrible. So ghetto. Um, and they got, they brag about these, you know, I don't know, three different types of marble from all over the world and these big leather doors. Just the stuff seemed like so many different things didn't fit in this sort of gold inlay on stuff. It just looked gaudy. It, like, it, it, it was like a 1960s, you know, like, you know how the 1960s, it, whatever, it was supposed to be really nice, but it's not nice. It's cheesy and cheap looking like that's that was. And it's and it's Madison. You're in the middle of a cow pasture yeah. and they got all this, you know, massive leather doors and marble and just very um, ostentatious for the middle of nowhere. But it looks it just looks cheap. It's it's really strange. So uh, now the weirdest. The weirdest cat, like strange looking Capitol building to me was uh, in in Oregon. So Oregon's Capitol building, it's like something out of a dystopian sci fi novel or something. I mean, it, it's very uh, George Orwell, 1984. There's a sci fi movie. I think it's called um, Metropolis or something. I think Metropolis. It reminded me of that. Just a, and, it, and it had all the. Like you see the social, the Soviet artwork with you know the people in their poses, and industrial poses, <laughs> and that. so um, kind of a kind of a strange looking Capitol building in uh, in Oregon there. So anyway, uh, though it's interesting as you go around, you know we'd like I like to visit the Capitol buildings. Um, Missouri, I remember the one in Jeff City, Missouri is like totally. Unmemorable, just a plain old kind Missouri, of boring Missouri capital. Um, Tallahassee is that way. the The new Capitol building, like the modern buildings, just I I don't. It's like not impressive at all. <laughs> it's just nothing. Just a plain old office building, which is fine. But you know, but they have the old Capitol building in front of it, which is now. Uh, a museum which is interesting uh you know old style antebellum kind of building but the uh, actual capital that they use uh, pretty boring tallahassee so way to go florida way to go florida boring florida but at least we're moderately free yeah I, people like to say free florida like we say free florida um and i guess it's free compared to a lot of places and, and hasn't it, it didn't go crazy all over at least from the state government point of view but we had all these mis municipalities because we are um home rule state 
and so all the the urban areas the cities miami hillsborough orlando and all the big cities you know just went absolutely bonkers during the pandemic so anyway uh there you have it just our ramblings about state capitals what's your favorite state capital building anybody anybody out there have a favorite all right appreciate you being here don't forget haven't been east of the Mississippi since 1998. Oh, man. Richard, you don't know what you're missing, bro. You got to come to Florida. Hang out on the beach, run through the woods of North Florida, shoot some squirrels. Get bit by some horse flies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Old Philadelphia. Yeah, that's that's amazing, too. Oh, yeah. Old Philly. So uh, don't forget to like. Hit the like button. Share. Share wherever you are facebook we're on facebook live um we're on can you go tell knucklehead in there to calm Stepping down out. um sorry colton is on the game console playing some online fighting game with his crew and he gets pretty riled up not sure if you could hear it, but I could certainly hear it. All right. Um, where was I? So don't forget to hit the like and share. We are. Uh, thank you, uh, Gabrielle. Appreciate that you liked what I said in Tampa at the Restore. What was it called? Open America Restore. Oh, yeah, America. Reopen. Reopen America. Thank you. Reopen America Conference. Thank you for that. Um, but uh, we are on Facebook streaming on Facebook. We're on DLive. We are on YouTube. We are on Twitch. And we're supposed to be on Strike TV, but it seems like something's happened in the stream. So if anybody is watching, if anybody happens to go by there and check out strike.tv and see if we're actually being broadcast or not, I would certainly be interested in knowing that. But check us out on any of those streams. Share with your friends, and uh, all that good stuff. So we had a we we did we had an event here in Tampa, a three day event. Uh, what was it? Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Reopen America. Um, what is the guy's name? Um, Clark. Sounds about right. I forget. Looks like a Clark. Yeah. So uh, anyway, he did an amazing job organizing all of that. Uh, a lot of amazing uh, speakers. This is this was my man Selwyn, and uh, we had uh, some amazing speakers there. General Flynn, Clay Clark, Clay Clark. Thank you very much, Clay Clark. Did an amazing job organizing the Reopen America tours. Uh, was here in Tampa and Hillsborough at the uh, River Church in Tampa under the pavilion, and it was uh, it was really. Really, what did you think about it? I mean, it was high energy. Oh, yeah, definitely positive, high energy. Yeah. I would say so. If it was your first time around, like, such a patriotic crowd, it yeah. could have been exhilarating for you. For Pretty sure. cool. They were totally fired up. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know. In the very least, I don't know how you would leave out of there not motivated, you know, motivated to do something, motivated to plug in. And... Um, you know, it's good a handful of speakers try to leave you with something that that would help. You know, I, I tried to share something that people could take, you know, take away with them, something that 
little little enlightenment, little education, little information that they can take away and feel like they received something. I know a lot of speakers, this is the thing about rallies and those sort of things, is that a lot of the speakers, they don't really, there's not a lot of substance in in what they say. Um, it's just like a, just fire you up, just like rah, rah, yeah, whatever, which is fine, but I like to feel like I'm carrying something away. You know what I mean? The, the speaker gave me something. I either didn't know that or something was clarified, um, gave me a further understanding, something that I could take away uh, with me uh, that I, I feel like I left with. So that that's kind of that's what I like. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm after. I don't I don't. Well, I guess we all need to be motivated from time to time. I certainly need to be motivated. But uh, as far as going out to stuff like that, um, I want I want something I can use. I don't yeah. need motivation from an event like that. So I so I'm not big into rah rah, just plain old rah rah speakers. Yeah, I we're, think we're kind of beyond rah rah. Yeah, I think I think you could have you got caught away in 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 that motivational stuff or just got caught caught away in that part, the excitement. Yeah. Then you may not have been able to receive right some things right. that were said yeah being cut because there was so much excitement so if you got caught up in that very you might have missed some important things yeah. you could have left with very true yeah so and and again i'm not saying the, that any of that the motivational aspect was bad it was great it was absolutely great because people need that fire you know they yeah. need fire stirred up um and there were a lot of people like i said that that i i felt like i could walk away with something i remember the the candidate I don't mention specifics, but one of the candidates running for running for state office, and he kind of ran through this uh, acronym and laid out, you know, the fear formula. I think is what he said. Yeah, fear formula. And, yeah, uh, I like that. I, that was that was I, I, I like how he uh, laid that out there. That was kind of uh, something I could I could take away. Um, so it was a lot of good a lot of good uh, good stuff. And again, Clay uh, Clay did a good job. And that's going to continue. Uh, yeah. And there's there's uh, another events we're looking into. Got invite to with uh, Pastor Greg Locke and uh, some of the uh, a, a, a similar similar type event that I think is going to be uh, going to be amazing. And so people are firing up, you know, these. I don't know if you want to call them conferences. Uh, what would you call them? Rally? They're they're not not exactly a rally, not exactly a conference. Kind right. of a they're kind of a blending of the two. So you have again the rah rah, but you and then it's also sprinkled with some teaching, some yeah. stuff that you can take with you. So these things are springing up um, really all over country, all over the country. There, so there's more than just Clay Clark. Like I said, the one with Pastor Greg Locke and, and uh, some of those guys. Uh, and then there are a couple other things like that happening uh, around the country as well as just in particular states. And so I think the the reawakening, I don't even, has anybody given it a name yet? <laughs> you know, back in 2010, you had the, the Tea Party, uh, whatever, Tea Party uprising, Tea Party awakening, people like, you know, we're waking up and blah, blah, blah. And so this is like a new this new thing after the election, after January 6th. And, you know, 
you know, sort of the post-Trump, what are we going to do now, um, is continuing and a lot more, you know, it's a lot more than just one group and one thing. So it, it's encouraging in that sense where that there is, you can see that there's energy out there and there's people trying to channel that um, toward action. And this is the thing I'll say, another thing that's sort of a contrast from the Tea Party Awakening 2010 timeframe and forward, I see at least the ones I've seen so far with Clay and Pastor Greg Locke and some of these folks in the movements that are happening, uh, they're putting these things together to empower people to, to you know, to forward uh, the mission of restoring our liberty. It's not just somebody kind of seizing the opportunity to to aggrandize themselves or, you know, build their own little empire or whatever, which some of that is what happened in the 2010 Tea Party Awakening. So, so far, I've been encouraged that the people that are trying to organize stuff uh, seem sincere about being useful to their fellow man, not just being about themselves and being being uh, dedicated to and focus on the mission uh, of restoring America, restoring liberty in America. So that's good, encouraging. I'm, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad to see that, and glad to report that. So far, <laughs> there's always some, you know, some con artist out there. But so far, all the folks we've talked to have been, uh, you know, really solid patriots for the most part. And of course, everybody have, you know, people have their different angles and different views and different takes on things. But um, I can at least say. 99.9% of the people that I've encountered, you know, moving and shaking out there are at least sincere patriots. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, then, then we also run into a good handful in the 0.1%, a good handful of just, you know, politically motivated, deep state establishment type rhino, you know, just interested in themselves. Whatever. So those guys are out there, but, um, Mostly, you know who those are, and they're quickly identified. So, anyway, getting into uh, here's what I want to look at today. So, um, this this story from Breitbart. Let me let me get the uh, let me share the screen and figure this thing out. Do it right. Put some audio. I hope there's not something stupid playing. No, I th I don't think Breitbart does. I'll mute that. Uh, I don't think Breitbart puts all those noises and videos and garbage on there like Fox does. But this is a story coming out of Breitbart. IRS denies Christian nonprofit tax-exempt status, saying the Bible's teachings are affiliated with the Republican Party. The Bible's teachings are affiliated with the Republican Party. And so this group can't have tax-exempt status. Uh, the group is called Christians Engage. Whoops, here we go. Christians Engage, and they are based in Texas. And so, in fact, let me just, uh, let me just go to, I want to go to their video. So, 
this is Christians engaged, uh, their own video, their own little promotional, in, so that you know you can you can see what they're about. This is what they do. So you tell me. There is an awakening going on right now in America. Ordinary believers in the body of Christ are coming alive. A fire is happening in their heart that we have to do something in this hour of history for our nation. In 2018, I ran as a candidate for the U.S. Congress. There are many Christians standing on the front lines of the battle, putting themselves out there as the candidates around our city, state, and country. And they need the support of believers in Christ to actually educate themselves on who's running and what's going on in our that? nation. It is so important that Christians remember to vote in every election. In this most important hour of American history, there is one thing that this country needs more than anything else, and it's you. And that's why what we're doing is so important. For us to be involved in this time. All right, so let me pause that for just one moment. Make sure, could you hear the sound on that video? I, I hope, <laughs> I think I did the share right. Sometimes I forget to hit the audio. I want to redo it just to make sure I did that. Because I think I did. Uh, so, so you notice there, the, the focus is on you know people in the church, Christian church, awakening them to what's going on in their nation. So, we'll continue. Time in history is, I think, exciting. I, I believe we're being called. We're being raised up. This isn't a time to run and hide. It is a time to be on the front lines. If Christians pray, vote, and engage, there will be a revival in our nation. It's important that Christians are engaged. Uh, our faith shouldn't be just something that we take to Sundays uh, and then go home and don't engage in any other aspect. It should. Our faith should influence every aspect of our life, including our involvement in the political world. More, more than ever, it's essential that we step out as courageous believers, not succumbing to the spirit of fear and timidity. Our job as Christians Engage is to activate the body of Christ, to seek the Lord, to pray, to vote in every election, and to engage our hearts somewhere in the culture war. I'm, I'm not sure God just arbitrarily moved. When you look out throughout history, it's always started because God's people began to seek Him and, and, and begin to pray and, and, and ask Him to intervene in their lives and in the lives of their communities and their state and their nation. Prayer is so much more than me just talking to God. It is building a relationship and it's receiving His wisdom, His strategy and direction. Prayer gives us a connection. It is such a privilege and an honor to be able to vote. One person can make a difference. One person in a district can make a difference. Literally every vote counts. And especially in our smaller cities, we are at a crisis point in this nation. We are at a crisis point. But when we walk in the room, everything's supposed to change. We're gonna get engaged. And there's no way to change something without being committed to it or taking ownership. We here at Christians Engaged are ready to engage in the fight throughout the state of Texas, but we need you. It's important that we lock arms together and not sit 
in our pews every day and fish for men in the pew in front of us. We've got to break out of these walls and we've got to go out. What if I were to tell you that it is within your grasp to be a powerful influence for good right where you are? And if we don't, then godless worldviews that threaten our families to live according to our faith in God could replace everything that we stand for. Don't let someone else who doesn't have that faith make those decisions. Step up. Change America with us. Pray. Vote. Engage. Change America. All right. So that is Christians engage. And as someone pointed out in the chat room, I didn't notice them promoting any political party or candidate. So the um, there's a an appeal, and they have uh, first a legal firm First Liberty working with them. This is not Liberty First Legal, so it's not us. It's not the same as First Liberty. It's interesting, First Liberty and Liberty First Legal, but. Um, it's it's fascinating. So look at uh look at the article. Christians in Christian engaged Christians engaged, uh, and this is um these two ladies right here, Tracy Bradford and Bunny Pounds. Bunny Pounds is the president. Tracy Bradford is the vice president, and uh, Tracy was the president leader of. The Eagle Forum, Texas, which we've Chrisanne's taught at on numerous occasions. Actually, we we know several of those people in the videos. Uh, but the article says Christians Engage describes itself as an educational Christian and nonpartisan and operates out of Garland, Texas. Three main goals, as as described by the nonprofit, are quote to awaken motivate and empower ordinary believers in Jesus Christ to pray one pray for our nation and our elected officials regularly vote in every election to impact our culture and engage our hearts in some form of political education or activism for the furtherance of our nation so you know similar to a lot of things to do I was looking at an activism class that they have um, like the one we've traveled and taught in several places for Sam taught just uh, just yesterday I think in fact on the West Coast um, so they have classes that they teach and teaching people how how to get involved you know people that don't even know Christian and it's focused on the church you know so Christians don't don't know don't understand government not plugged in whatever so they're getting them a form, informed equipped and plugged in and uh, the IRS has given tax exempt status, nonprofit status, to several organizations. Sorry, some of the fire alarm is going on. The IRS has given nonprofit status to several organizations that essentially do the exact same thing. One of them happens to be a foundation founded by Michelle Obama. So she got her nonprofit status for her organization. And the uh, the legal team for Christians Engaged lists several, several of those groups uh, in their letter 
to the IRS in their their dispute with them. And I'm going to look I want to look at the uh, the termination letter shortly from the IRS because it's it's weird, man, how how uh, they wrote this thing. But uh, they they basically talk about. In fact, let's go to the letter because the article kind of gives some summary, but I want you to see the determination uh, letter from the IRS. First off, watch, look at this. And I don't know how well you can see this, but the, um, here's a letter, Department of Re Department of Treasury, Internal Revenue Service, to Christians engaged. This is the determination letter, right? So telling them whether or not they are approved for their nonprofit status. At the top, it's got this legend, bizarre legend, okay, B, C, D, F, G, H, J, K, M, that all stand for things. So B, instead of, so instead of writing the date in the letter, right? So look, look at this first paragraph, facts. You were incorporated on B, and then you look up at the legend, July 22nd, 2019. So rather than write the date, he's got this legend of B means the date. Yeah, and so that. one of those things is D means Republican. So in the body of the letter, and I don't know the whole, the whole, uh, I don't know the whole point of the legend, of what, like what is going on here. It's just really bizarre. But perhaps he, he didn't want to mention Republican in the body of the letter. So if somebody picked it out, and showed it or shared it, then it wouldn't say Republican. So it actually says, I'll scroll down all the way to the bottom of the letter. And uh, the conclusion, right before the conclusion, it says right here, the Bible teachings are typically affiliated with the D party and candidates. This disqualifies you from exemption. Now, remember, in the legend, D means Republican. So he's saying the Bible teachings are typically affiliated with the Republican Party. In fact, let me let me read uh, this whole paragraph. Uh, he, he mentions he mentions two different situations described in their guidance about what is a, a nonprofit tax exempt and then what's an what's an action uh group so he says you are like the organization described in american campaign academy because you are serving the private interest of the republican party more than incidentally in contribution to treasury regulations so the interest of d party isn't it fascinating i mean d you would think democrat yeah if why? you see d party you might think democrat party why not why not if he's going to use a legend why not use the letter r yeah, that was, like you already have letters <laughs> that stand for those parties. This is just a bizarre thing. Whoever like I just don't even get it. Whoever so made that. Yeah. So Mr. Martin, Stephen Martin, uh, one of the IRS directors. So you are serving the private interest of the Republican Party, uh, as well as serving a substantial non-exempt private purpose. For example, you educate believers on national issues that are central to their belief in the Bible 
as the inerrant word of God. So he, he, he cites that, right? There's a period there. He cites that as serving a substantial, non-exempt, private purpose. Now, when you go up, he actually quotes the IRS regulations. You, you see that one of them is for, uh, it says, you know, one or more of these particular purposes. One of those is religious, right? So if you are religious, then you're pretty much just de facto nonprofit, tax exempt. Now, I'm not big on tax exempt status for churches. You know, Christians Engaged is not a church. Christians Engaged uh, is an educational organization, uh, specifically serving the church, right? Serving Christians in the sense of engaging Christians, trying to plug them in. But you, you go up here, so religious purposes, religion, religious is listed in that. And he actually cites it the, under his section, the law, right? So, and then down here, he characterizes this as a a private purpose so it's not a not not a uh, exempt purpose so serving a substantial non-exempt private purpose for example you educate believers on national issues that are uh, central to their belief in the bible as the inerrant word of god like that's what pastors and preachers are supposed to do in church that's one of the things you're supposed to do that's part of what it means to be a christian church in the pastor of the church the church the purpose of the church you're going to teach those things and it's not just some you know some sort of principles in a vacuum right everything's taught from the inerrant word of god uh applies to the real world applies to reality okay so there's no such thing. I mean, I know many churches are like this. And you're just you're in your little cave and it's just some sort of, I don't know, philosophical exercise. But true biblical Christianity is supposed to impact reality, engage the world around you and is concerned about things going on in the world because it's primarily concerned with people. Right. So. Uh, so, again, this is this is the determination letter from the IRS against um christians engaged an organization that is educating christians and churches to engage in the world around them saying pray for your leaders vote in every election and be involved be involved in some educational or activism uh area that impacts your nation right so he goes on uh, specifically, you educate Christians on what the Bible says. You educate Christians on what the Bible says. Does that sound like preaching? I mean, it sounds like what preachers and pastors do, right? Yeah. So, I mean, if that's a not if that's not a non exempt activity, then why do you have religious in there? And then, how are churches non profit? How are they exempt? is this guy so uh in areas where they can be instrumental including the areas of sanctity of life the definition of marriage biblical justice freedom of speech defense borders immigration u.s and israel relations the bible teachings are typically affiliated with the republican party and candidates this disqualifies you from exemption under irs code now 
what I thought, just an aside, just just a different perspective here. Okay. Think about this. So you have a a. I want to say this. So don't 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 lose me here. Don't let me lose you. Listen to me. Think about this. What he just said that the Bible's teachings are typically associated with the Republican Party. So you have now in Stephen Martin of the IRS, a Biden official officially making the statement that the Democrat Party platform and actions are contrary to biblical teachings. Did you catch that? Because if Bible teachings are associated with the Republican Party, then the implication there is, and he just stated it openly for the world, is that Democrat Party platform and activities are anti-Christian, anti-biblical. We, we just now have, we have that now openly declared by the Biden administration. I'm glad that they're admit. I mean, on the one thing, I don't like the fact that they're targeting, right? Once again, the IRS is being weaponized to target dissent. Because, by the way, they don't care if you're a Democrat-aligned organization trying to engage church members and Christians to vote Democrat. They have the sense that, and he also implies that any organization doing that obviously is not being not being true to biblical teachings because he just said yeah. Bible teachings are associated with the Republican party. Yeah. So, so this tells me that the reason he approved these other so-called Christian groups that are trying to get Democrats in office is he understands that they're actually not aligning with the Bible and he's okay with that. So as yeah. long as you don't align faithfully with the Bible and you support Democrats, then the IRS thinks that's okay and they're going to give you all the benefits that they can to help you do that. But if you're if you're a if you're the same kind of organization doing the very exact same activities except you're faithfully teaching the biblical principles and it tends toward in his view Republican candidates or more conservative candidates let's say then he's not okay with that. So obviously, clearly, uh, Mr. Martin, his actions are purely politically motivated. Director Stephen A. Martin, the exempt organization's director of the IRS, is weaponizing his office to target those who would... Uh, whose actions in his mind would lead to Republicans being promoted or being elected. So he is wielding this office in the IRS, which at least on paper is supposed to serve all of Americans. So the, the IRS is not a partisan group, right? It's not, so, you, you can't be partisan and be the IRS. So, he 
has openly admitted and openly demonstrated he's weaponized the IRS uh, against Americans who do not align with his political views, which means now you look at uh, the letter that I didn't show you liberty. I didn't show you first liberty's letter. So first liberty responded. They run through all the case case law. Um, they give many examples of similar organizations who, re who received the tax exempt status. Uh, and in the Breitbart article, it notes, you know, they say they basically have appealed. And if they're finally and ultimately denied after appeal, then it could turn into a lawsuit. Well, here's the thing. So the IRS could change their mind, give them their status or they could win some case or whatever and get their status. All right. To me, all of that's irrelevant. And by the way, for me, it's not about a tax exempt status because so, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of that. The church doesn't need government bailouts and handouts. This is not about that. This is not about 501c3 status. This is about targeting. This is about weaponizing offices of government against political opponents right against people who don't agree with you this is what i'm talking about so the problem in christians engaged could ultimately win their status that's not enough because stephen martin director of tax exempt director of exempt organizations of the irs has demonstrated his motivations how he would misuse his office what he would do he must be fired he must be removed this guy must be held accountable so I'm afraid that ultimately Christians engaged is going to win their appeal. They're going to win their case. They're going to get their status. That's that. I think that's probably likely. And then I'm afraid nothing will happen to Stephen Martin. So yeah. them getting their status or not getting their status, I think we have to remember is beside the point in this issue. This guy has outed himself as a political hack who will use the office of the federal government, the power of the federal government to target individual citizens with which he disagrees. And you have to understand the IRS has tremendous power, unconstitutional power, I might add, illegal power, I might add, against the American people. And you certainly, I mean, the IRS is bad enough in, it, in and of itself. I think it should be shut down, disbanded yeah. on the whole. But as long as it exists at this moment, somebody who has clearly demonstrated how they will misuse the power of the IRS cannot be allowed to stay in that office. So every person under the sound of my voice needs to be contacting their state senator and their congressional house rep and say, Stephen A. Martin needs to be fired, needs to be held accountable. He needs to be removed and thrown out of federal service period yes, period no, and and i nothing less is acceptable nothing less is acceptable so because it wouldn't matter what i mean whatever organization we're talking about and this is a problem i have with so many of these cases that you have you know the parties involved end up getting a good answer a good result ultimately when they go through some appeals process or the court or whatever and then the people that did it, nothing ever happens to them. They he just yeah. keeps on. He he'll keep his job. He'll keep so he will find another way to do this thing. He, what they what they do is they try to make it. 
they try to improve their technique so they don't get caught next time. So this guy, this guy has to be held accountable. If, if you're in Florida, then we should contact Marco Rubio, Rick Scott, uh, find out your congressman and, and say, hey, we need investigation needs to be had. This guy, this guy needs to be out. He needs to be removed. It's unacceptable for him to remain in this position. Stephen A. Martin needs to be fired. So there you go. And I think I think Chrisan is uh, making up some uh, something you can send out. I'm not sure that you could send to your congressman. Now, as far as tax ex tax exempt thing, again, I'm I'm not a I'm not a fan of that for churches. Now, for educational organizations, I mean, because one of the things people want to donate, they want to get the tax break and donate and whatever. So. For an educational, like we have Liberty First Legal as a nonprofit because we want to be able to, uh, we, we want to be able to provide free services, you know, to folks that we want to help and to take, you know, get those donations. Uh, a church, I, I'm, I'm actually not in favor of 501c3 status for a church. And you don't need it as a church. But that aside, as far as anybody's opinion on the 501c3 status or not, it is something that's in the law and as such ought to be, you know, you're talking about equal treatment under the law. You can't say, you, you can't live in a place and ostensibly live under the rule of law and say that, well, if you support Democrats, you can get tax exempt status, which is supposed to be available under the law. And, and if you support Republicans, you can't get tax exempt status. And I don't mean to say support, but, you know, because obviously you can't as a tax exempt status. You know, one of the things you can't uh, you, you can't show preference for uh, a candidate and intervene. What, what they call intervene. Intervention is the word they use. Uh, intervene in political campaigns favoring one candidate over another. But. This guy's saying, I mean, this guy takes it even a step further and saying, well, the Bible is the Bible is Republican. The Bible is Republican. This is what this moron says. I mean, how idiotic. First off, this is completely un-American, right? Because, again, and, and and Mary, I'm with you. I'm not. I'm totally I'm this is not an advocacy of churches being 501c3. I hope you understand that. Uh because I'm not in favor of that. But you you have this 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 idiot. You have this moron. Nor am I supporting the existence of IRS. I think it ought to be disbanded. But it's there, and the laws are there at the moment. And now you've got this idiot weaponizing it to target people that he doesn't like. And he and he's literally said the Bible is Republican. I mean, I'm pretty sure the Bible was around the way before any political party. Yeah, you think was so? Established. I think I heard that somewhere too. Yeah, I think I think the Bible came first. <laughs> I mean, come on, what? You got to go to college to get that dumb. Who 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 freaking who comes up with that? So I mean, you're you just you're just blatant open. Hack, political hack. 
I'm not even reading what know nothing is saying. Apparently, know nothing is added again in the chat room. It's probably because he knows nothing. I don't even know. Blah, 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 blah. I'm not sure. Christianity is not under attack by some tyrannical government. Yeah, yeah. He definitely has a good name. Christianity is not under attack by some tyrannical government. Probably just knows nothing. That's why he got the name. Knows nothing. Yeah. I don't know. Well, he doesn't listen. He just comes and types. He doesn't listen to anything actually happens in the show. I mean, it just went through the whole thing. You got director director of exempt organizations in the IRS saying the Bible is a Republican, right? You, you can't be Christian and Republican, and so you don't deserve what people who are Christian, Democrat or whatever, anything else in Democrat, you don't deserve that. Um, God bless you. God bless but, you know, but no, no attack on Christians, no nothing. Nothing to see here. Um. I'd love to see the hole that No Nothing lives in. Like, is it a big hole? Does it does it have a cover on it? The hole you dug to live in No Nothing that you rarely come out of, except apparently to chat on this show. Does it have like a piece of plywood as a roof? Is your mommy down there with you? I mean, how do you get so freaking clueless about what's happening in your world how do you come on this show and i get it you're not listening to anything you just come on here to type in the chat room you probably haven't heard a word i've said you don't even know i'm talking to you how do you how are you sitting listening to this show ostensibly and then spew the absolute idiocy that you put in the chat room week after week in fact why do you keep visiting this show everybody in the chat room knows you are the dumbest troll that comes on the chris and hall show you're like the village idiot. If I knew your address, I'd send you one of those jester hats with the bells on it that you could wear. We put your picture up on the show every day uh, when you when you come on the show. You're you're an absolute moron, bro. An absolute moron who you have no idea. And and I glean from his conversation like he and his wife or or maybe just his wife are teachers, and so we we you know and you know my my position on education so he you know it's all he's got his biases because he's connected to whatever and and, and argues with who you know anything you say probably uh probably has a college degree and that's part of what has made him as stupid as he is you know because a lot of the a lot of the college you know when you go to college like i went to college after no, no, I can't. Yeah, I can block him. I don't want to block him. Like, it's very informative and instructional to me to see. Like, I, I feel like, you know, you have to stay connected with how dumb people can be. Like, you have to you have to get that. You know, I love to have real examples. And this guy is a, is a complete buffoon. But but the, the guys like know nothing. So they 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 speak. When they speak and they write this, it sounds all erudite. It sounds like it's really smart what they're saying. But actually, you look at the substance of what they say and the, re the line of reasoning and conclusions that they come to. You're like, I don't know how the guy is able to breathe, eat, and poop every day. Luckily, several of those functions are involuntary. Otherwise, the guy would keel over and die because he'd be too stupid to poop, breathe, and eat. It's, it's unbelievable. So, and obviously, you know, probably not a Christian, you know, I mean, not in church, not even in the realm. And so you got a guy who you're not even plugged in. You don't even know what's going on in this sphere. Oh, Christians are not being targeted. 
oh, really? Because what? You're on staff at a church and you've seen the inside? Like, because a pastor wasn't arrested for preaching, right? Pastors aren't being arrested all over the globe for preaching. All over. Right, all over. moron? All over. I mean, bro, how do you even get electricity in that hole where you live? How are you having an internet signal and a broadcast living in this freaking hole? Tell your mommy to at least like buy you a RV or something where you can move into the normal world with real people and start to act. You know, maybe your brain will begin to get blood to it and activate. You got to come above ground, bro. Come above ground. Freaking idiot. Moron. So please come back. No, nothing. Show up all the time because we love being astounded at how freaking stupid you are so there you go no nothing lord have mercy what an idiot so there you go guys just wanted to um really that's all i want to talk about just that 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 one article this one thing so that we know because in fact people of faith are being targeted by this whack job administration with absolute inept Joe Biden, senile Uncle Joe, and crazy cackling Kamala. And we've seen it. We've been on the inside. We've seen a, a pastor cuffed and perped walk for preaching. We see that we've seen a pastor in Louisiana slapped with an ankle bracelet for having church people sitting at his house but cops monitoring right in unmarked at his house because he's gonna go out and be a threat by his words with his christianity <laughs> his christianity freaking idiot <laughs> <sighs> where do these people come from unbelievable Un believable crazy well appreciate you guys being here i'm asking what page see he doesn't even look at this see look at this let me just give you an example guys let me give you an example of how stupid this idiot is look at this seriously i'm asking he says chris saying i'm asking what page does it say that the bible is republican like bro i just read you the letter if you were listening and watching the show, dummy. Okay, let's do it again just for know-nothing. I don't think you have the brain cells for this to work, but I'll do it one more time for the village idiot. Here we go. Let me see. I'll blow it up for you. Blow it up. Just for know nothing, the village idiot. Let's see. Increase, 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 increase. Okay. Right here. This is the letter from Mr. Martin. Uh, is, is English your native tongue? Know nothing? Because do I need to read it? Because my man here can translate in Spanish. I can translate it into Russian. The Bible teachings are typically affiliated with the D, 
which is Republican Party and candidates. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're an idiot, bro. An idiot. No, nothing. You're an idiot. Because you got to take the big picture, put it together. Like, look at what all they do. Look at what all they say. You act like this, this little line exists in a vacuum. Climb out of your hole in the ground and see what's going on around you. This administration hates conservative mainstream Christianity. You probably believe that Christianity is what Ibrahim X says it is, that he rejects a savior gospel. I mean, you probably reject the gospel, reject Christianity anyway, considering the level of your ineptitude and inability to use your brain. See, because when you're a Christian, you're born again. Actually, uh, God will renew your mind and help you be able to think. So really, you need to get saved. You need to get saved. That's what you need to do. You need to receive Jesus. So you probably believe the social gospel, the critical race theory version that Ibrahim X touts. This and this is Christianity. So all the people, you know, liberating people from this situation. Uh, that's probably what that's probably what he thinks the gospel is. But in fact, the gospel is um, you were created. You're you're not a you're not a cosmic accident. Nothing didn't explode out of nothing because that's not a thing. Nothing coming spontaneously coming from nothing. I don't know if you remember, but uh, abiogenesis was proven not to be a thing. There's no such thing as abiogenesis. So something comes from something. So what you see is created. Right. And, and the and, and the and, you know, the the entity that would be able that that would have to be eternal and to be able to create everything right that's a, that's a metaphysical reality beyond natural thinking so which would be by definition god so you were created by god and because of the fall of adam the rebellion of man sin nature was passed onto you and god sent his son into the world to pay for your sins to die and give himself as a sacrifice for your sins and you can be cleansed of your sins. You can be forgiven if you just call on the name of Jesus. Jesus, I believe that you're God come in the flesh. You went to Calvary. You died for me. You shed your blood for me. You are the propitiation of my sins. I receive your free gift of eternal life. Come into my heart. Save me now. Boom. Just that easy. You believe that and receive that. You're born again, bro. And then that'll help your mind you'll be able to think. But the natural mind cannot receive the things of God, the Bible says. So. Yeah. All right. So praying for you, bro. We love you guys. Thanks for coming out tonight. God bless. Love you too. You're an, you're an idiot, no nothing, but I still love you. I, I hope I, I hope life gives you the best. I hope you have an awesome life. A lot of people that love you, you enjoy blessings. I mean, I just hope your life is awesome. But I want you to go to heaven, too. I don't want you to die and go to hell. And I don't want you to continue to be a total freaking moron. So keep trying, bro. Keep trying. All right, guys. Peace out. 
See you next time. We hold these we truths hold these to be self-evident. Self -evident. That all men, that all are, created men are created equal and endowed, and endowed by, their by their creator with certain, certain alienable rights. rights. We have, we have our, our power! And we've raised, we've raised a spoiled, brat, brat representative, representative government that needs that to be taken to be the woodshed. The woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that, that, owns, that you? owns you? There are churches, there are churches who, refuse who refuse to allow to us allow to use their facilities to cheat. Unspoken, unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. Don't you wouldn't, wouldn't dare, dare speak out against, against the government, the government or, somehow, or somehow resist. resist. Christians, Christians have, to have to be involved in politics. In politics. God commands them every, every turn of events through history. One person stands up. Upon a single person. And Surrounded by a crowd of supporters, was placed in handcuffs. Tampa Bay Pastor has been arrested. A Tampa Bay Pastor has been arrested. We have a cease and desist letter. We have a Derek, Derek, waiting, waiting for us to say, we will not comply. You will be free. You have a chance. You have a chance to fight without blood. Without bloodshed. But every but time, every we, time comply, we comply, we establish, we establish a future where our children, where our will, children not will, will not have that option. Why do I sit down, 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 down,